Alexander Annan was a small business owner in the 1840s making supplies for ships on Fulton Street in New York City. In 1847, he had an idea. He would expand that business to making American flags, the Stars and Stripes. With his two sons at his side, one of their early commissions was making flags for the inauguration of President Zachary Taylor in 1849. As word does, it began to spread, and eventually Annan was making the flags for a national tour produced by P.T. Barnum. In the 1860s, the U.S. Signal Corps, the Union, requisitioned all its wartime flags from Annan for the Civil War. And it was an American flag made by Annan that draped President Lincoln's casket as it was taken by train from D.C. to Illinois. In 1909, it was an Annan flag that Robert E. Peary planted at the North Pole. And 21 years later, Richard E. Byrd did the same at the South Pole. U.S. Marines raised an Annan flag at Iwo Jima in 1945, that photograph you've seen a thousand times. Okay, Neil, we can see you coming down the ladder now. Astronaut Neil Armstrong planted one, too. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. From war-torn fields to a mountaintop in Japan, to the North and South Poles, to the moon, every big business begins small today on Stories and Strategies in praise of small business and how professional communications can help them fly. My name is Doug Downs. Two music tracks off the top. Flag of Columbia by Jacqueline Schwab on Ken Burns' Civil War soundtrack. And Greg Dombrowski with The Storm from his album Epic. Oh, we also played some very brief sound from the 2006 movie Flags of Our Fathers, distributed by Paramount in the U.S., Warner Brothers, everywhere else. My guest today is Tash Benjamin, joining me from New York City. Hi, Tash. Hi, Doug. How are you? I'm great. New York, uh, definitely one of my favorite cities. Quick question. Yankees, Mets, Knicks, Giants, Jets, or Rangers? You got a great choice there. I know I do. But you know what? I love the Jets uniform, so let's go with the Jets today. Awesome. Awesome. I like the Jets, too. Tasha, and the Yankees are, I'm a Canadian, so I'm a Blue Jays fan. And the Yankees, I must admit, are kind of the death star to me. That's just not a... <laughs> Not a happy place. Tash, you're the, the VP of Business Development for T-King Enterprises based in the Big Apple. You have 15 years experience scattered across public relations, writing, strategy, and management. I know you're also a lawyer. It was your legal career that led you to public relations, so I know that writing is in your blood. Tash, T-King is a communications boutique, but one of the main streams that you've identified at T-King 
is a focus on helping small businesses with public relations. I mean, often the moms and pops, they can't afford the big expensive PR firm. So, so how did all that come about? Well, the crossover from law to communications was a natural one for me. Um, in law, we service a lot of small businesses. And when they had litigation trouble, of course, the media was also involved. Um, and my, with my partners, before we la- launched T-King, we all had experiences in the field with startup businesses and with business owners. Um, most business owners need to get the word out about what they're doing in order to be successful. And um, prior to the digital revolution, you know, a business could hire someone to hand out flyers or, you know, play loud music on a corner and have enough foot traffic to sustain a business. But these days, you really need a more comprehensive public relations strategy, whether you're a huge organization, a Fortune 5 organization, or a small business. So we've really developed a nice niche with small business owners and founders. Totally agree. The other challenge here is convincing them of that. Um, One of the most common questions that I've heard from small business when you talk about communications is, well, how will uh, writing a blog help me sell more widgets or something like that, right? Small business at least feels like it can't afford to wait to build trust, build momentum, build habit, achieve sales. They need that right now. Well, you know, it's true. Every business needs sales and small business owners definitely need sales, Um, but they have to go where their audiences are. You know, in terms of uh, blogs, you know, a bad blog will not help you to generate business. So if you're going to blog, you have to make sure that it's uh, specific and targets your audience and that it's going to bring audience members to you. You know, a good example of a blog is an interaction I had recently with a young lady Um, She has a digital marketing agency and she put out a blog post about how blog owners can check to see if their SEO is working, um, search engine optimization. And, um, you know, a random business owner just wanted to check whether the SEO um, that they had put in place was working. They came across her article in a Google search. Um, They found the article helpful. And before you know it, they're contacting her and she has a new client. So small business owners can use uh, a lot of social media tactics, blogging being one of them to generate a lot of business. People are going to the internet first to look for answers. And if you can provide the answer, they'll be your next client. Absolutely. So talk me through a small business client that was maybe kind of skeptical at first. How did you convince them to hire T-King? What strategies did you implement first? And how did you show that ROI that you need to show at the end of everything? Well, you know, unlike the big public relations firms, small agencies can afford to have a very tailored approach, you know, where uh, you don't have like a big uh, sort of strategy that you use with every client. You really tailor every approach to every business owner. Right now, I'm working on a website with a small business owner, and every single detail that she's concerned about, I'm concerned about. Um, We don't have an engine where we're pumping out the same thing for every business owner. If she thinks one shot in the video is not specific enough and doesn't represent her, we'll redo it. Um, We have the time and the energy and the interest in every single aspect for small business owners. Um, You know, the first thing that... um, we do with our clients is let them know that we value them and we're going to treat them just like as if they're a fortune 500 uh, client. 
Um, we generate a professional proposal. We don't just, you know, generate something over email like this is what we can do for you. We write a detailed specific proposal and we don't rush them into contracting with us. We give them time to consider the proposal. And because of the way we treat them, we think they recognize that we're uh, in it to deliver a valuable service. Where do you find a lot of small business owners tend to uh, fail when it comes to public relations? Well, you know, a lot of small business owners are not really educated on public relations. Um, they're not educated about who their audience is, who their avatar is, um, on the metrics used to measure social media tactics and their effectiveness. And so we do a lot of education as we present our services to potential customers. Um, you know, you'll come across a small business owner and you'll say, well, who's your target audience or who do you want to market to? And they'll say, you know, everybody, we want everybody to buy, yeah. you know, our services. <laughs> and as you know, that's not the way to go. You really have to that's target right. an ideal customer and then you build out from there. So education is, you know, one of the things that we do upfront. And once our clients start to understand um, public relations, um, they come to us with more and more projects. Yeah, I I love that general public part of uh, when I do communications training or media training or whatever I'm working on and you get to the audience identification portion of the discussion and you ask the client, so who is your audience? And, and occasionally you'll get that well, general public. is It's too big. Absolutely. <laughs> you can't do it that way. Absolutely. Tash, I understand T-King also specializes in helping individuals with reputation management and personal branding, which is um, increasingly important in 2021 and forward. Tell us a bit how you help clients in, in the important aspects of personal branding. Well, you know, related to small businesses, because the owner of the business is such a key person, um, we also do reputation management for owners and for professionals who don't have their own businesses, but want to become key people within their organizations. And, you know, what we realize is that success has a lot to do with how you are perceived and how you uh, allow others to perceive you. And so, when often faced with a real crisis, that is the moment for professionals and for business owners to really uh, make it or break it. And, um, you know, every day we hear about sexual harassment accusations, fraud accusations, you name it. We've become a very, very litigious society. And how you handle those crises um, are make it or break it moments. And we specialize in helping individuals to think through them and to uh, present themselves as a consistent brand within their organizations and to clients. And, you know, we really enjoy it because if you plan smartly around these crisis moments, often they're the things that propel you into the next stage of your business or the next stage of your career. Part of working with any business leader is is earning a very close trust. You, you just mentioned there are issues of sexual harassment. Uh, there are not just lawsuits, but there are criminal cases sometimes where we're working with clients with a small business owner. How hard is it to earn that very precious, very personal level of trust? 
Well, it is very hard. You know, I think these days it's hard to earn trust with anyone, you know, but, um, you know, it takes time and it takes being there in those moments and checking in. Right now we have a client in California. Um, She got ill with COVID. We're constantly checking in with her to see if she's okay. And because she knows we're genuinely interested in her welfare, it's helped us to build trust where, you know, she's talking to us about, you know, other aspects of her life beyond the business that we're doing for her. So, you know, it takes time and it takes also being vulnerable. Also, you know, discussing my day with a client so then they feel comfortable discussing their day honestly with me. So um, it takes time and it takes uh, developing that that intimacy um, through honest conversation. Yeah, all based on trust. And, and trust, of course, comes from authenticity. If someone's authentic with me, I'm far more likely to build that higher level of trust. I'll give you an example of authenticity. Um, it's, a, it's a clip from the 1997 movie Liar Liar distributed by Universal. In this scene, Jim Carrey is caught in a spell in which he must tell the truth. He has to be authentic. He has no choice. And he's asked to give an opinion about a senior executive whom he doesn't like. Pardon me for interrupting your meeting. Um, Mr. Allen, you remember Fletcher Reed? Oh, yes, yes. Nice to see you again, Fletcher. By the way, I'll be observing you in court this afternoon. I've been hearing some good things about you. (laughs) Well, Fletcher has just been telling me how much he thinks of you. Well, why don't you tell Mr. Allen? Well, what do you think of him? He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless, steaming pile of cow dung. Figuratively speaking. (laughs) That's the funniest damn thing I've ever heard! You're a real card, Reed. I love a good roast! (laughs) Do Simmons! Simmons is old! (laughs) He should have been out of the game years ago, but he can't stay home because he hates his wife. Hey, he got away with it, right? He got away with it. Yes, and that clip he did. But, you know, in the real world, we know how offended some of those people would be and that, you know, they'd laugh and then he'd get sort of the pink slip, you know, in a week or two. Um, you know, it's it's not the best way to handle, you know, a question like that. See, it's a great point. You're right. It's it's sort of maudlin-esque in that it's an exaggerated form of how authenticity, it, suddenly it works for him. But in the real world, I know because I've worked corporate, people are terrified of being authentic. It's more, what does what does the boss want me to say here? That's hard in communications, isn't it? It is very hard, but unfortunately, if you want to be successful, you have to figure out how to communicate in the way that the organization wants you to communicate. Um, That's the only way to be effective. Often, if you're going against the grain, um, you find that you're pushed out because you're not fitting into the strategy that the organization wants to employ. So, you know, while, you know, some people want to kind of branch out and introduce the organization to new things. There's a way to communicate it. And certainly the way he handled it in that clip um, would not probably work in the real world. But, you know, authenticity is key. But, you know, you have to know how to how to do things and how to maneuver. And we help a lot of professionals to think and strategize around 
how to achieve what they want to achieve within an organization. Absolutely. And and the bosses, they want truth tellers, believe it or not. So Tash, with, with COVID-19 um, and, and T-King's uh, specialties with small businesses, small businesses have been some of the hardest hit with COVID-19. Uh, I'm certainly seeing it here in Canada's Rocky Mountains. I know you're seeing it in New York. Tell me about what you're seeing um, in terms of impacts on small business. You know, our small businesses have gone through a very hard time. You know, it was really heartbreaking for me to walk by some of my favorites and see them all boarded up and closed. Um, And some clearly are not going to return at all. You know, um, that's the end of business for them. But, you know, on the flip side, we've also seen a lot of creativity among small business owners who found ways to remain open and keep making a living. Um, In my area and in the city in general, supermarkets, restaurants, food vendors, they adapted so quickly and figured out how to work together and uh, remain open. They shared strategies and information, and the city was helpful in that regard. You know, um, although outdoor seating was mandated, um, you know, you as a restaurant or small business owners had to figure out how to adapt to it quickly, where to put the seating, um, how to set it up so that your servers could get around tables. And, you know, um, I'm really proud of the small business owners and, and how they were able to implement the city ordinances really quickly. Um, You know, one ordinance was that you could not serve food without alcohol. It was a way of keeping um, two sets of business owners open, the bars um, and those who specialize in uh, drinks, as well as the food vendors. And they had to figure out how to collaborate to get two separate, you know, services um, to the the customers to, to keep them both in business. So, you know, if they were next door to each other, finding a way to work together. And, you know, so I, I've been really proud of some of the creativity um, that a lot of business owners have employed, you know, even local supermarkets doing uh, online ordering, you know, some of them were only in-person shops prior to COVID. Now you can go online, order your goods from your local mart, you know, and we're not talking a bit about a big national mart, just a local mart. And they figured out how to, you know, set up a delivery service, you know, um, all vendors had to uh, employ contactless pickup and contactless payments. And they adapted so quickly to that. And, you know, there've been some new businesses that have come about as a result of COVID that um, are some of my favorites now, businesses that deliver toys, um, virtual party game hosts, you know, instead of having in-person birthday parties, people are now finding vendors who can host games online and parties online. And um, events had to move online. So now you have online event management companies. So it's been um, heartbreaking as well as uh, it has spurred a lot of creativity and a lot of, uh, not a lot, but quite a few new businesses. Yeah, adaptability. That's, it's a familiar story, isn't it? Yes, yes. Have to be agile these days. Yeah, absolutely. Small business owners, if you find yourself in a difficult situation to just, you know, assess the resources around you, uh, mingle with other business owners to find out what they're doing that's working and reach out to firms like ORS, you know, um, or uh, business specializes in small businesses. And so we're happy to help you to strategize around whatever issue you have. Uh, We're all in it together. 
um, we're only going to get out of it together. So um, if you're in a pickle, reach out. Yeah. And and the, don't be afraid of public relations or hiring communications. The, the, the point of professional communications is to help the organization. Absolutely. Tosh, loved getting together with you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Doug. It's been wonderful. If you'd like to send a message to my guest, Tash Benjamin, you can email her at tbenjamin at tkingenterprises.com. It's in the show notes. If you liked what you heard today, we're hoping you choose to follow Stories and Strategies on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, whatever directory you're listening on. Each directory gives you the opportunity to share an episode on social media or directly with friends by email or text. So if you enjoyed this episode, would you do us a favor? Share it just like a small business. That's how podcasts grow. If you choose to share on social media, please add your comments and tag us on Twitter. It's at comms underscore podcast. We're also on Instagram. If you have an idea for an episode, just want to tell us something, send us a direct message on Twitter. Thanks for listening. <laughs>